Hey, you guys, how y'all doing? Okay, we have another special guest because everybody on my podcast are special. I love, I love how people are changing the world. And I love this, how I have all these amazing guests, you know? So we have a, the guest that we have today. This, she's going to blow your mind. First of all, what is your name? Grace. Hey, Miss Grace. What do you do, Miss okay. Grace? Um, I am an entrepreneur. I own a coaching business and I am an adventurer. Okay. All right. So let's start first with, you know, I have a website and it's kind of interesting on one of the websites that I'm on. Let's talk about that one. Okay. What is that one about? So that is for my coaching business. That is the Amethyst Palava Hut. Um, it is the idea behind that is just a community of resources, networking, and the idea is to create a safe space for people to discuss their mental and emotional issues and actually have support, actually have resources. Um, and so my my gift or what I, I bring to that is coaching. Okay, so let's start with that. So we I always ask this everybody, how did you get started? Because we know something that drives us to start something. It's a passion or an experience in life. So how did you get started with that one first? Uh, it's it's a it's slightly a long story. I'll try to keep it short. Um, so I started in college actually with this idea when I noticed that like people did not have not necessarily the right connections, but we didn't really have a real kind of support supportive network, right? Um, when you needed like a steady buddy, you maybe had one or two people. When you needed party friends, you had a whole bunch. Um, and you needed, you know, the support of friends to actually get you through college. And I think I ran into the same thing when I was in the military, um, talking about emotional issues, talking about mental health. It's you have to be very careful with talking about it. And again, there wasn't that safe space. Um, and so around 2010 is when that idea started to form. Um, and then fast forward to 2020, 2021, especially with the murders of um, George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery. I like that idea came into my head again because I was going through my own uh, bout of depression. Um, and I just remembered like, oh yeah, I have these tools, right? Like there are certain things that I can do to bring myself up, to add a little bit more um, joy into my day, add a little bit more confidence into what I'm doing. And I thought I should create something like this for others who maybe didn't have the same kind of training that I did, or they don't have access to the same um, resources. So that that's what the Palavo Head is all about. Okay, so one thing you mentioned was, you know, the, the the Floyd murders. You know, everybody it was it was hard during that time, and you know, everybody that everybody that was human felt it on a global level. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And to have a space, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, the color skin, you're still human, no matter like I said, no matter what. And that's why I believe in the modern one human family, it's a key western, no matter what you have. You came out of somebody, you know, and you yeah. know, you come in the world as one, we leave the world as one, but at the same time, we gotta love everybody. You know, you can you come and the fact of having that platform, you know, many people were scared of talking about it, you know, because mm -hmm. you know, if you said something, you could offend somebody. And I think that that's that's, that's what's going on right now, that there's such a fear of, of saying the wrong things. Two things could happen. One, you get sued. And two, yeah. <laughs> other things happen that you don't want to talk about. So it, it's something that you're having a, a space and you created like this to be able to talk about it. You said you went through the depression during that time because people understand until you're in your shoes to walk scared. People understand mm -hmm. to get pulled over and be scared. Mm -hmm. You know, I am a Hispanic, lesbian, female, and trust what? I'm 
So there's parts of the states I'm scared of going to, and I live in a beautiful, beautiful city. But there's right. times that you get scared because people are just judging you for no reason. You know, mm -hmm. so let's talk about your space here. So let's say um, you say you have a, a holistic, of, you know, a faith and a set. Everybody, you accept everybody there. So yeah. what is your 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 community like right now? Having that, you know, especially dealing with stuff like that. How's your community when you come in right now? Say, I'm a new person. Hey, I'm going to come in here. Let's talk about that process. If a new person just comes in and you accept everybody, but how's your space? How do you create that space? So the first thing is we had like a, a shift from that massive, this is all the things that you can do. People really get lost to um, funneling into like a coaching space. So first off, when you're, when you decide, Hey, yeah, I want to join this community. We have a conversation and the idea is to get a better understanding of what exactly are you looking out of this space or what are you looking for out of this space? Um, what are you hoping to gain? What goals are you trying to achieve that? And how can we help? So um, I think sometimes we all get lost when you join these, these larger groups and these other communities where people just seem like they're, they're so far gone, right? Um, and I want that, that personal touch. I want to be able to have that conversation with people to say, okay, like, let's, let's, what, what do you want out of this group? And then what can you bring to this as well? Because this is a community. This is supposed to be a, a network um, where people are able to like learn from one another. They're able to support one another. And so I want to hear what people are hoping to bring and also what they're hoping to get out of it. So having that conversation is very important. And it's, it, it is important, you know, it's not just, and what I like about this, you also have on your site, which I love, you have different crisis numbers. You have the, you know, for suicide prevention, you have different help resources that you say, hey, listen, you know what? I need somebody to call sometimes. Sometimes people mm -hmm. are going through something at three, four o'clock in the morning. Sometimes, you know, no matter what the situation is and the fact that you have these numbers, hey, you know, you have these these resources on your site. You know, let's talk about the LGBTQ, you know, uh, youth, because that's something that people need a lot. The, you know, young, yeah. young adults right now are being, hey, you can't say this, you can't say that, you know. Like I say, I am in the LGBT community, um, and I see this, and I coach a lot of the youth, hey, you know what, don't give up, you can do this, you can do that. Yeah. But let's say somebody, you have a young entrepreneur that's saying, you know what, you don't need to be do this. You know, they're not going to accept you. How would you go about of saying, hey, you know what, don't give up, you know, what put you, what can you say to someone like that that wants to just give up mm -hmm. on everything? Because you have a wellness program on your site. So let's talk about that. How's your wellness program when it comes to the youth? So I have a focus. Um, I think it's special, it's, it's, it is important to focus on what you're good at, right? And so when I'm dealing with somebody who is who's getting that negative, uh, like they, I don't feel like I belong. I don't actually, you know, people are saying that you should quit. Regardless of who you are, that's what I'm gonna deal with. And we need to talk about what strategies you can bring um, with your skills in order to, you know, pursue your entrepreneurial goal. Now, if someone's especially belonging to the LGBTQ community, then I am all about partnerships. I really am. So I'm not about to tell you how to function in your space if I am unfamiliar with that, okay? Um, but I will find somebody to support. And that, again, is that idea of, of that, that network and that community. Um, because you need multiple people. You can't just have like one solo coach and say, I'm just going to ignore that piece of you. Um, but hey, you're going to be great. 
no, that's ridiculous, right? So I, 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 um, I advocate for, for partnerships. So for somebody who has gone on that journey, maybe as someone who is like a lesbian entrepreneur, you tell me your, tell me your journey so that I can help this person because that's not something that I can speak to. And that's not something that I'm going to pretend like, oh yeah, I totally understand what you're going through. Um, I don't think that's fair because right. that's leaving out a lot of helpful resources. So if I can find information that is helpful, I'm sharing. I would like to connect people to that. And that, that's how I supplement um, everyone. Now, that's how I supplement that information. That's how I reach out to everyone. Yeah. I love the fact that you're 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 commuting, you know, you're commuting this this network of people. I love this. I love this, you know, community. You know, what is the hardest part? I always ask everybody this of being an entrepreneur, because you know, you're a female entrepreneur, and then also the the business side of it. What is the both both questions? What is the hardest part being a female entrepreneur? And then okay. also being a um the business side of it. Whether you see the challenges that you have been through and have and are trying to overcome um the hardest part is the hardest part for me right now is accepting like the need to pivot um and so it, it's i'm very much like a dreamer right i i have this massive um scope that i have in my head i'm like okay i can do this and i put all this energy to it and there's there's money involved there's time involved there's energy involved um, and then coming to that realization, like, oh, okay, I can actually help someone if I just turn a little bit to this, like if I just move slightly away from that, that's really difficult because again, you want, you're an entrepreneur, right? It's mainly you on your own. You want to prove that you can do it. You want to prove that, yeah, against all the odds, I did that. But the truth of the matter is you're still you. Um, and the gift that you have to bring will still be there regardless of how you do it. And so you just have to like be humble uh, and and just go ahead and take that. Not necessarily at all. You're not losing anything, but you're shifting your perspective. That's really difficult. Um, I think the business side for me is then connecting with other entrepreneurs where um, I feel like we're able to pull pull each other together. Um, I'm running into people who are maybe they've been doing this for years and like, it's just, oh yeah, it's difficult. And they just run down a bunch of things and you're like, I don't, I don't know where to start from any of that, that you just told me. Um, and so someone who is able to see you, you know, where you are, and then they kind of help you and guide you along at the same time, you guys are able to exchange information. And so the business side of it, I think, uh, networking with other entrepreneurs, but as well as um, that financial push. Like, again, dream big. I could request just a massive amount to say, oh my goodness, this is what I could do to save the whole world. But being um, realistic, what can I do within this coaching business and trying to plan out that budget and trying to just make sure things are actually um, what people need within the time and space that I have. That's my focus. So focusing on that, connecting, those are some of the difficult parts of this journey. It is, it, you know, it is, no matter if you're starting something, it's always hard, you know, find, mm -hmm. like I say, find the right connection at the right time, talking to the right people. You know, and one, one thing I noticed, you know, in the many years I've been doing this is that I see you get the people, oh yeah, well, I went through all these headaches and then you feel like this, 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 Somebody's like, oh, they're crushing my, they're crushing my dreams. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. like, oh, well, you needed like, you know, 90 grand to make this happen. And truth, to be honest, I tell people this, if you put your mind to it, anything could happen. Yes, yeah. money 
it helps. But at the same time, you need that time to say, you know what, we could we could make it happen. How can we yeah. do it? You know, uh, let's talk about. You have a blog. I love your blog on your page. I saw this. You know, you have different tips on there. You have, you know, the fourteen tips about conquering fear, your positive thoughts. You know, and as always, being let's be happy. Let's make the best out of this world. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that the world right now, like we said, we talk about some of the things that happened in the past. If you could say, if you could change something in the world, decide you know what's going on with 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 hate and all that what is one thing you could change and you wish you could change to say hey i want to do this for everybody what would you do oh my goodness i or a couple a couple of suggestions <laughs> no we're gonna oh there's so much um i would i want to place this idea in in people's heads that um the world is smaller than we actually imagine it to be and I mean that as in, I think people get so stuck in what they're doing every day. It just, it becomes a burden, right? Um, and if people just have, like, if you just realized, if I could talk to my neighbor across the street, if I could talk to someone in another town, if I could like get to know a culture that's in another country, like there's just so many things that would make the world smaller and we would be able to connect. I think having that, um, it's helpful for you mentally it's definitely helpful for you emotionally. And it just like inspires that curiosity about other people, about other things. And why don't you like this certain thing? Or why do you like that? I hate that. Why do you like, you know, but like just having those conversations, I wish I could put that idea in everyone's heads because I feel like it would help so much with half the things that we're going on with right now. (laughs) Imagine if people were so curious versus being, you know, this is who I am and that's it. There's that's so I agree with it. There's so yeah. much to the world, you know. What is okay? Have you have you traveled, you know, outside the states? Have you traveled? Because that's what you say when you say we're military. Have you traveled to the places? I have, yes. Okay. Um, what is so, what one place that made the biggest impact on you? <laughs> or a couple places. <laughs> I have I have two, but I'm gonna Portugal actually. I, I just oh. got back from Portugal. Um and it was there's like a peace there like just a settled slow pace peace that i found being there um and that has definitely stuck with me like i'm trying to i'm trying to recreate that here right like is this certain thing really an emergency can i um take some time in my evening instead of like going from work and going to something else can i just pause for a few minutes and just be intentional about resting and making that shift. Um, that's definitely something that stuck with me where I was like sometime in the evening, everyone just went outside, found a beautiful like little space on the on their parks and they watched the sunset. No one was concerned about like rushing to go do this. And it was just a peaceful moment. I was like, oh my gosh, how beautiful is that? <laughs> <laughs> People, so, People just go, go, go just go and you're, you're stressed and you're tired and you're, you're there's already so much pressure um so i i think portugal is probably the the biggest impact for me okay yeah the dip up like you said you said people don't realize you know to take the five minutes even when you're driving roll down the windows just mm. you know or just feel just break away from society break away from your phone you know, I love yeah. my phone because it keeps me connected to the world, and I love it because people are sharing their memories and all that. I love that. But I am one. I mean, I carry. I have 
not one two because of work <laughs> and i don't i don't stop and then when i break away from it i say i'm on a cruise and there's no phone it's like oh wow <laughs> there's like you know but i made a point to take some time away in the morning you know I go see the sunrises you know and say you yeah. know what i'm going to sit and enjoy that because the beauty of the world people were forgetting about it you know the future right now is coming into argumentative reality and all these stuff right whether you see yourself being an entrepreneur into this environment you know coaching and teaching and and networking mm -hmm. you know and argumentative reality is coming up and vr is coming up you know how do you see yourself in that environment the tech environment when it comes to what you're doing <sighs> so i there are advantages to evolving technology um, but I think it's making sure you keep the human perspective and some of these things. So like, I got really excited when I saw like AI writing uh, like blogs and all that. I was like, oh my gosh, what a time saver. That's amazing. Um, but I think that you, it's very tempting to turn all of that over to technology and then you kind of lose that human aspect. Um, like I said, I do enjoy having a conversation with people and I'd like to, I like to listen. I want to hear what it is that you're saying. And I don't think you can actually get that from AI. You can very simply um, ask a question and get an answer and that's it, right? But like getting that feeling, maybe someone's being um, elusive or they're not exactly clear what they're saying. You can kind of ask for more questions. Like you can't get that out of talking to a computer. And then when you finally have that moment, like that feeling, I don't know. There are certain things that I don't think technology can replace. And so I'm I'm not concerned about about coaching because I think a lot of the especially for me, the um the pieces that I'm trying to tackle are they're emotional. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm I'm not really concerned about a computer taking <laughs> taking that over. Uh okay. but yeah. So let's talk about um the community part and let's talk about, you know, like say technology is changing, everything's evolving. You know, and the connection that you say, human connection is important. You know, say, hey, let's have a cup of coffee. Let's sit down and just enjoy the conversation, you know. And I love that. When you're coming to a client or uh, somebody you're mentoring, you know, what is the hardest part when somebody, I know that having someone that say, you know, just say, I'm not, I can't do this no more. Or you see them. How can you re-encourage, you know, redirect them, you know, in a way that, hey, guess what? I've been there, I've done that. So how can you redirect someone that comes to you with with like a client that's that so hard for you to just you can't, you can't, you can't, you have no words. Have you ever been in a situation where you have no words for a client that you say, uh hey, this has impacted you that what they're telling you is so is so deep that you're like you mm -hmm. you're breaking down inside, but you're trying to recoach them in a way where hey, you know what, let's try to help you out with this, try to redirect you. Have you had that scenario? And then how can you deal with that? How did have you dealt? How have you dealt with that? Um, I have had uh, had the opportunity to work with someone who I found it. So there's a the split, I guess, for me, right? So immediately you want to like, oh my goodness, I just want to give you a hug. Let's cry. Let's let's get through that. Um, and then you have to kind of restrain yourself because one. But that may not be appropriate. Thankfully, it was family, but um, that may not be appropriate. But also, sometimes people, they need a little bit more time. And I'm learning that the first thing that people say isn't necessarily what they mean. And so that's what I'm talking about, like trying to get to those, like asking those questions and 
why do you feel like that? And what's happened? Like you have to dig. It's uncomfortable. Um, and it can, but it's something that you have to do with practice, right? But it, it can be really uncomfortable because sometimes you just want to like, hey, I'm really sorry you're going through that and just leave it at the surface. Um, and so asking those questions, pushing past my own personal, you know, being uncomfortable because I know that there's something a little deeper. Um, and then you focus on what you can, right? Can't fix everything. But I, so that that's the holistic approach is that we start with emotions. You start with your emotional wellness. What exactly is it that you're feeling? What are you trying to say? How does that relate to um, your your social and your physical wellness? And then you just kind of branch out into those different um, aspects of, of wellness, right? Um, what exactly are you doing or what are you feeling and how is that manifesting itself in all these different aspects? Sometimes you can tell um, that something's going on as far as the way that someone their like go-to is very damaging. Um, and so sometimes people will, well, you have to, like they're saying one thing, but you're, you're watching the action. You know that it's a little bit different. So listening and also being able to kind of repeat, yeah, I heard you say this, but it seems like you're going at, you know, this way. What, why do you think that that's, that's a better answer? Um, and then just kind of backtracking again, it's, it can be very uncomfortable. Um, but that's that's the job, right? So you're you're supposed to be able to have these conversations and put your own feelings aside to say, oh my gosh, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Like, no, you're crazy. Um, and just feel like, no, 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 yeah, okay, that that's interesting. That's sure, sure. So have you considered this, or how do you feel after that happens? You know, is it actually helping? And then you try to backtrack people to this middle ground to say, okay, I get it. You're going through something. Let's now start invoke like practice some, let's um, create tools first off, and then you want to start practicing those tools. The practice is going to be another process, but having that initial conversation, digging really deep is is the most important part. Yeah. And, and you know, getting to people's, getting to kind of say, see their souls in a way. Oh, people mm -hmm. have, you know, have all these roadblocks up or like, oh, no, no, I'm too big. Especially, you know, I've noticed that it can be, you know, the toughest people in the world. And they're like, Nah, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm doing good. And you could tell, you know, that they're not yeah. doing good. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I want to talk about it. Say, but you know what? Let's just chill. Let's just have a conversation. Come on, mm -hmm. you know, try to break it out of them. And they don't, you know, and then they finally do, they have all this emotion, all this anger sometimes build up, and they just throw it at you. You're like, Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> and I like the fact that you say holistic. Now, the meaning holistic has a lot. I mean, this is a big, big topic. Let's talk about holistic way of approaching stuff. What does holistic mean to you? And what is your mm -hmm. approach, you know, and like say, when you say those words, when you say holistic, you know, say, oh yeah, well, it's this and this and that, you know, there's a lot of myths about being holistic. So let's mm -hmm. talk about that part of you and then how can you, you know, give you a definition of it. So for me, holistic uh, is holistic wellness um, because I look at the eight different aspects of wellness. Um, I think it's important to start with emotional wellness, but like I said, that can lead into the other different aspects. So there's social, physical, there's uh, financial, intellectual. And as you build on these different, um, if you build on these different levels, sometimes you're thinking that your issue is social, but really it's stemming from like an emotional traumatic response, right? And so you need to deal with that first. And sometimes people are like, oh, no, 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 I, you know, my, my finances are absolutely fine. 
but they have like a tendency to run up a large bill on let's say Amazon or something like that, right? Um, why are you doing that? And then you, again, you have to backtrack it. For me, I think that um, emotional wellness is that foundation, but then it connects to all these different things. Um, again, I stay within my realm. And so because yeah. what I study is emotional intelligence, um, I know that there are other people who can help you a lot with like, you know, your physical wellness and your financial wellness. But the approach that I'm bringing is how are your emotions affecting these different aspects? Um, and if there's a level that I'm not able to help with, again, reaching out to a partner yeah. is a beautiful thing. Um, but so that that's my definition of, of holistic wellness is in um, or being holistic is the wellness aspect of the approach. I love it. And now you said something intellectual, you know, you, mm -hmm. you're actually you're a coach and you're like, okay, yo, yeah, I saw a big smile on that one, you know, and the way that people think and the way, listen, the brain is so powerful. People think, okay, yeah. left brain, right brain. And you, you know, people think, okay, this is, this is the way I think. They all oh, okay, there's, there's something that people um, do say there's a book I read it's called rewire your brain. It was pretty mm -hmm. cool. And it's okay. Every word, how can we wire? Listen, your subconscious mind is more powerful than your life mind, as I say it, as I think, because yeah. guess what? The subconscious mind is like a little, it's like a little teacher in the back of your head repeating over and over and over until it gets done. You know, how can you break that psyche in a brain to say, hey, the subconscious mind, you're coaching them, and then you have that little psyche in their brain, the subconscious going, hey, let's talk about the brain, you know, how brain people think intellectually. Let's talk about that part. How can you break the subconscious mind from doing the things over and over, you could say, "Hey, I'm gonna give you these tools. I'm gonna give you this. You know, here's a drill. Go build a door. You know, go build something." But let's talk about getting the subconscious mind at the intellectual level to break that. Some people have done, you know, hypnosis. Some people have done training. Mm -hmm. You know, but you being a coach, the intellectual part of it. How can you retrain and reprogram the brain? You know, without this. Okay, everybody's tried your tools. You know, you say we yeah. redirect you, but say, "Hey." You know, I tried that drill. I couldn't build that door. I tried to there because your brain is telling you not to. You know, mm -hmm. how can you reprogram the deeper part of the brain, you know, the subconscious mind, without having to, you know, let's say, give up on somebody? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, so the first part is um, being self-aware. Okay. When you're aware of like, so let's just say someone's dealing with imposter syndrome, right? That is just that extremely loud voice in the back of your head. That's like, you don't belong here. You're an absolute fraud, all of that. Um, you can have all the tools that you want. And if you are still listening to that voice, it's it's going to be very damaging. It's going to be very limiting. Um, it comes with practice. And I truly wish there was a shortcut to to being able to resolve it but that that's really what it is is first off that that self-awareness of okay this is who this is who i am this is what i'm dealing with these are the things that i want and then your tools are like um they're kind of like rungs of a ladder right so you have this goal in your mind and you need to continue to practice those tools the more familiar you get with those tools so um like you are dealing with imposter syndrome you get super nervous you go to you know, your breathing exercises, you talk about your um, your journal and you do your to-do list, right? The more you build on those different things, you're it's going to get like, I want to say easier, but that voice gets quieter. I don't know if that voice ever goes away. I still deal with it. 
literally every day. Um, but it, it gets a little quieter because I know that I can go back to those tools, right? So I am doing my breathing thing. Oh my goodness, I'm starting to get nervous. Why am I nervous? You know, don't even think about that because that's good. That's like pulling you into the well, you're nervous because you don't actually belong. No, no, no. Yeah. you do belong. You're fine. So let's go back to your tools. Um, I think being self-aware is what stops you from giving up on yourself because you could say, I did all these different things and it didn't work. And then it's, there are so many different methods for healing. Um, and that's the exciting part about emotional intelligence. Like I was talking, it's, it's that curiosity, right? So what other things can we do? If that didn't work for you, there's gonna be something else. What books can you read? What videos do we need to watch? Um, do we just need to go outside and walk around for a little bit? And just like, just little things like that, like break you out of that space because you, the tools that have been made, that have been tested, they've been tried, they work for a reason. Um, or they're referred to other people, you know, for a reason. But the main idea is that you have to put them into practice. And that's the difficult part is teaching yourself to break that. Um, so the only reason why somebody would give up is just because they just completely put their hands up. But you, there are so many different methods to, to do things. So I, I would strongly encourage somebody who feels like they are going to give up, who feels like they are frustrated. Um, there's always a different, there's always a different way. And you can definitely figure that out with the coach. All right, let's talk about families. Let's talk about moms, dads, partners, whatever. And they have kids, you know, you have, you know, teenagers or go through changes. You know, the reason I bring this up because, you know, there's, there's, families when the parents are go 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 you know the kids you know and this happens everywhere you know and you have these little young kids and sometimes are they they're they watch tv and you know they they lost in their games and stuff like that but then they're also going through the emotional support they need that emotional mm -hmm. support you know and it happens because they get lost in their worlds but then the parents are too busy let's say you have a, a dad come to you you know or grandma hey you know little juniors you know he's i see them he's raging or something going through some problems you know i need to get him a coach can you help him coach him up a little bit and see how we could get into you know because the people that want to say okay i'm going to take my kid to to a, to a therapist you know because they say okay well the kids are going to talk for a few minutes and they're going to say whatever they want to do sugarcoat stuff and walk away but how can you get kids to break their cycle you know in that emotional thing you know how can you help like you know somebody's getting ready to graduate high school and they're going to the mm -hmm. professional colleges you know they're going through the whole college applications and they're they getting these scholarships you know how can you help you know a parent coach this parent hey you know what let's talk to your kid or can you just talk to your kid hey let's let's see what you're at because right now society needs to understand that our youth is, is being lost our youth is being lost yeah. in technology our youth is being lost into this and they're balling, you know, you see all the time bullying and then all this stuff. And these kids are holding so much rage in them sometimes. Mm -hmm. No matter mm -hmm. what, it, it is all over the global level. It's not just here in the States. It's all over. And these kids need a voice in the, but the parents don't know how to get that help because they, yeah. they don't want to admit it. You know, hey, my kid needs help. Or, you know, how can you coach, you know, uh, like I say, grandma or dad or whatever the case is to help that child? How can you help that? So my realm of coaching, um, I do not work with 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 parents, and and this isn't like a, I just cut them off because, um, I believe that I it's best for me to support um, from my own personal experience, but what I can suggest is, um, 
conversations are extremely important, right? And when you are trying to deal with someone who is this family, first off, there's this weird, there's a certain like acceptance that we have with our family members, right? And we're just like, that's just who they are. Um, and it makes conversations really difficult. But for talking with family, I think it's important to write things down. And so if the parent's like, look, just help me fix my kid, that's not gonna help anything. Um, there needs to be that conversation. What exactly are you trying to tell your kid? Do you just want them to listen to you? Are you listening to what they're saying as well? Do you actually know what they're concerned or they're stressed out about? Or are you just like, look, this is the next step. I did it. Your grandma did it. Let's just do this. You know, but having that conversation to actually understand what people are struggling with is so critical. If you find like, you know, if you're like me, and sometimes you tend to go left in your, especially when you're like emotionally charged and you, you should write these things down. So these are the goals that you're trying to, um, that you're trying to get to. These are the different topics that you want to talk about. Do not do them all at once. Um, but it needs to be like a listed conversation to say, okay, look, these, this is what I'm feeling. I don't know if this is how you feel. Um, and these are the different things that we want to talk about. So you kind of like have people, it's like a, a guided conversation you know which is going to sound really awkward if you're talking to your kid but it's it shows that effort where you're not just flying off on the handle because you're frustrated they're they're stressed out they're frustrated you want to um, invoke some sort of like boundaries and, and guidelines to this conversation um yeah that that would be that would be my suggestion because it's it's difficult to have a conversation with people at that stage if you, that's not something that you practice um and so again starting with yourself how do you bring up that conversation in a way that is supportive in a way that is helpful and then you're able to to have a clear conversation with your family member okay now there's work and life balance we know mm -hmm. this very well okay and that would take an emotional toll on you because we are at work, you know, people that work at offices or nine to fives, you know, they become almost like robotics. Like I'm telling people, you yeah. know, you go to office, check in, punch in, do your work, you're frustrated, you had a bad day at work, you come home, we do that, and people carry all this emotional baggage on them. They don't leave work at work. Some people could, yeah. I love it, you know, but people that work in healthcare or people that work in environments are so, you know, even EMS, you know, or people that just people in general that work you know in a, in a structured building or in a structured job you know and they're asking themselves oh is there life you know is, is there a different life out there and they put their dreams mm -hmm. on hold you know they need a paycheck you know and they're going through that emotional weight on them you know how would you if someone comes to hey i'm stressed out of work and da, 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 how would you break somebody from break their cycle between hey you know like separate home from work and you try to but mm -hmm. they still come home and they and they're trying to talk to someone you know having a connection with someone how would you help them emotionally get their their subconscious mind? Hey, you're right. Stop the nine to five. You know, because yeah. people, people, the people sometimes can't stop. They 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 feel comfortable, so comfortable that they they can come home and continue working because they're there. That's a comfort level. Mm -hmm. How can you help them? Hey, stop. How can you help a person that has both worlds together to yep. break that cycle? Uh that is all about boundaries <laughs> and boundaries are so difficult especially if you are not familiar you're not used to doing that um 
but again, going back to that, that self-awareness, right? So yeah, you can, but why? Why do you feel like you need to continue um, working after you're supposed to have logged off? Is there something like, are you, do you feel like you need to do this? Is, is it truly like, can it not wait? Um, and so once you get to the end of the day, I, I want, so I'll use myself for an example, right? I'm logging off of my laptop, closing my laptop and I walk away. I'm not gonna stay there, I'm not gonna linger because it's very tempting to say, oh, let me just reply to that email real quick. Like you need to make a hard stop. Get up, go walk around, five minutes. Set your timer for five minutes. Go walk around, breathe, open the door, like get some fresh air, just do something to jar yourself from that I was just working mindset, right? Um, and then I really love taking like deep breaths. So there are different breathing exercises that you can do. And what they do is just bring you back to your present state. You want to make sure that you're nice and grounded, you're focused, and then you just shift and you do something else. It is really difficult to, oh, oh my gosh, that I could just really quick go back to that, write it down, write it down. You can do it tomorrow. Like it, you're okay. Write it down. You can do it tomorrow, but you need to, people also need to invest in um, like just not like a, a full out spa day, but just something simple to where you're treating yourself well, right? You have some sort of routine. And I'm, I'm learning that the more that people create routines, it seems like it's very um, uh, restricting or, or you're just putting yourself into, but it's, it's very freeing because I know that now I'm not concerned with work. I'm on this next thing that I have, you know, scheduled for myself. Right. Um, and so breaking out of that, it's, it, you have to set up those boundaries. And then on the work side, you need to make that clear don't call me after I've logged off. We don't need to have that conversation. Don't call me on my personal phone, which I've, I've had to say that even if it's an emergency. Um, yeah, because to be honest, what, what can I do, you know, from where I am? I, right. I can't. And so now I'm stressed, you're stressed. Neither one of us can do, if any of us can, can solve this problem. Um, and so just being clear to set up those boundaries and you have to have that conversation. Maybe really uncomfortable. Again, I am all about writing things out first, practice it down, uh, practice it, and then say, okay, look, when I log off at three, that needs to be the end of the day, okay? I don't need to have a conversation. If you notice that, you know, sometimes people tend to have a conversation that kind of goes a little past when you're supposed to be gone. You just start, you know, 20 minutes too. Hey, I just want to remind you that I need to log off in about 20 minutes. And you like say it out loud because you're telling yourself that. Of course you want to stay longer. You're working, right? Um, but you're not going to, like, it, it's not helpful to you. And you have to be able to set those clear boundaries. So even if you work in the same space, of course, you live for those of us who are working remotely, you have to, like, physically jar yourself and remove yourself from the situation for right. yourself and then set those boundaries. Well, awesome. If you give any tips right now. You know, uh, we're going to finish this segment with tips because we always love to give mm -hmm. tips out. If you give some tips to anybody <laughs> listening to this, listening to this podcast right now, what are some of the tips you recommend to do? Um, you know, if you're just needing to just to decompress in a way, uh, what is some of the things you recommend to do for people that are needing this help or people that need mm -hmm. coaching or entrepreneurship? You know, what, what do you recommend for them? So two things. Um, Get a mentor or a coach, again, an accountability partner. The, yes, we can figure things out on our own, but it's always so much nicer to have someone that can hold you accountable, um, not bully you, 
but hold you accountable because that that's yeah that's a slippery slope um and so you want to make sure that you you have that you have a mentor you have somebody who's already been there and they can just say hey look you're not crazy um yeah it's difficult but it's okay so let me show you what i've done or let me use my resources to help you out and then eventually you become that person that's an amazing feeling to be able to help someone else um and the second thing is to be intentional about adding creativity and joy into your day i mean into every day. So for me, if it's listening to a random song and dancing for, you know, 15, 20 minutes, I, if I need to physically like just shake whatever stress off, that's what I'm doing. Um, if I need to go out and take some pictures of nature, because that's very calming for me, that's what I need to go do. If I need five minute stretch of yoga, like you got to pull these things in because we are, we live in such a high pressure society. Um, it can be very difficult to to just take all that on. And so just be intentional. Give yourself five minutes, however long that you need uh, to just renew yourself and, and ground yourself. All right. So how do we follow you? Because I tried to pronounce your website earlier and I, <laughs> I, I chopped it all up. Let me tell you something. Listen, I can't I can't talk like that because of my words, I mean I would chop you. I'm not good. So how do you first how do you say it? And then how do you pronounce okay. it? Because I'm telling you. I would because I'm a person that I'm driving and go, well, hey Google, Google doesn't understand me. Alexa doesn't <laughs> understand me. I'm telling you, Siri, now that one understands me, you know. Okay. But hey, we have our moments. They don't talk to me. So how do you say it? Because I'm a person that <laughs> likes to talk to my phones. So what is the what is how you how you say it, how you pronounce it? So it is the amethyst palaver hut. Okay, okay, you spell it. <laughs> Spelling very slow, so people yeah. might be like, "Hold on, let me." What did you say? How do you pronounce it? All right, so it is A M E T H Y S T P A L A V E R H U T Amethyst Palava Hut, and that's the same thing on um, Instagram as well. Okay, so we can follow you. Um, great. And then you you say there we go to your website and there's stuff on there. There's you know how to sign up for be a member. There's a wellness resource which I love. Thank you so much for having that on there. You have a blog on there. You have how to contact you, which is phenomenal. Uh, thank you for being on on my podcast today. I really excited. Uh, like I said, we'll be this touching base with you again. So, yeah. all right, we'll be seeing you around. All right, thank you so much, Alex. Bye. You're welcome.